Welcome to the show, everybody. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all. At the beginning there, I almost picked, clicked on the wrong interesting. She almost got the ending credits that was about to enroll at first. So uh excuse me for my uh my my mishap that was going on right right there. We almost played something that got us banned off the network. Um I'm gonna so, You said what? You said alcohol isn't together. I know, right? So I, what I wanted to start off with, oh, YouTube just sent out the notification so late that we're live. Um, so what I had wanted to start off with was, <sighs> y'all, oh, Yeller doesn't know how to cook pizza. So I had, I had, I was getting off, I was about to get off of work. It was like 320-ish. And I was like, cook, I just sent the text saying, cook pizza. I get home. Oh, y'all are open up the oven. I looked and I said, what the fuck is you doing? And he was like, what you mean? I'm like, first of all, you got the pizza on the bottom rack. So the top of the pizza is cooking really fast. And then second of all, it was one of those big, very big, extra large Walmart pizzas. So you're supposed to take that off the cardboard and just set it in the oven, right? While he was cooking a piece on the cardboard. And the, so now the top of the pizza is done, but the bottom of it is doughy. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, he could have put on a pizza pan. <laughs> you know, black household, we don't use a pizza pan. Especially for the really big Walmart pizzas. They don't even, make, they don't even got a pizza pan that you have in your house that size. And then it was the incident where he had baked that he had made baked chicken in the air fryer. See, uh, see, I, I was so it was the, the situation was he was he, it, he was like the food done. I I walk out there and he's sitting down eating food stuff. I looked at his plate, then I looked at the rest of the chicken, and then I looked back at his plate. So I went over there to the where he had the, the the done the chicken that was supposed to be done at. I picked up the chicken and started putting them back in the air fryer basket. I ain't, still ain't saying nothing. I still ain't said nothing. Just put it back in the air fryer basket and walk over, put it in the air fryer, turn it back on. And he was like, "So he said that the chicken wasn't done or something." I'm like, no, that chicken wasn't. You sitting up there eating raw chicken? His Ooh, air, his know, air fryer chicken looked like baked that. chicken. Uh, I'm gonna oh he took it in a, so on the air fryer it does say wings or chicken. I'm hoping or, he pushed that button. I don't know. And then it was then, the incident. More. Yeah, it's more. And then it was the incident where uh he was supposed to be frying chicken again. And when he was frying his chicken, I ate the chicken. This time the chicken was actually kind of done, a little bit overcooked, but it was, you know, he fried the chicken. Why the chicken ain't had no flavor? <laughs> now, one ounce of seasoning on that chicken. And then he gonna have the nurse to say, well, I ain't know how you season your food. I'm black. We put seasoning what? on our food. It was no flavor on his chicken, y'all. No flavor whatsoever. I, I was just devastated. Wow. So he said you didn't know how you didn't know how you like your chicken seasoning. Seasoning. <laughs> exactly. I'm black. Seasoning season with every seasoning in the cabinet, you put it on there. Hell. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we all yell in the case. 
And then oh, okay. he fried some good <laughs> pork chops. What? They was tough as hell. Those pork chops about that thin. I don't know what kind of pork chops them was. Them things was tough as hell that he had made. You overcooked them then. I don't know what kind of pork chops them was. Them things was so whittled. You take one bite and the whole pork chop was gone. That's how whittled them things was. It was a boneless pork chop. It was so. It was just so whittled. Oh, it just um, was so whittled. But uh, that was my spiel, y'all, about uh, O Yeller and his uh, mishaps with cooking. And y'all had those issues. You know, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, you know, Martel Rowland. But with that being said, we're going to move into hot... First up on Hot Topics. Is R&B dead? According to, I believe, Usher and Diddy, he said that R&B is dead. Is, do, you, do we really think that R&B is truly dead? Because I was trying to think of R&B artists that we have today. And I guess we still have like R&B artists, but R&B music it just isn't mainstream no more. Like, like the type of music that Mary J. Mary J. Blige do, like nobody care for like her kind of music no more. Unless you're of a certain age, I should say. Um, I mean, I guess Jasmine Sullivan, but I don't know. Besides that last album that she did, I don't know if she did anything. Since I'm trying to think of R and B people, I really can't think of nobody yeah, I right now. I know, I know, maybe a few. Okay, so we have, um, we have Lucky Day. He's a new artist. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know who that is, but I love Lucky Day. We got we got our Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And um But is Chris Brown really R and B because he do a lot of pop and hip hop music now? He R and B. Well yeah, he do, but his album has R and B on it. So I'll say he's 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 R and B. He's he's not pop at all. He's he's more R and B. Okay. And um zeros. Um uh, her. Well, she's more soul, R&B soul. I mean, I guess um, that could be considered R&B, though. Yeah. Um, Snow Allegra. I'm not what? sure if anybody knows me right. <laughs> she's a new artist that's trying to pop into the scene. Um, and these are all people that I listen to. Uh, Don Tolliver. Um, he's R&B. Um, yeah, Bryson Taylor Wright. That's what I'm saying. These people are slept on. They are. Uh, Bryson Taylor. I've heard of him. Um, um, six black, six, six, whatever his name is, six black or somebody. Um, Division. That's DBSN. That's I don't know them people. All, I mean, it's people that I listen to and people that I slept on. Like I said, um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Rotimi, Ro- that guy that played on um, Power as Dre. I've that never seen Power. Oh, he can sing. He got a whole album out. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's an EP that I'm listening to now. Well, um, while we're still speaking on music, mm-hmm. uh, Rolling Stone magazine says that Harry Styles is the new king of pop. I'm not right. familiar with like Harry Styles outside of One Direction. I don't know what gave them the idea that Harry Styles is the new king of pop. Like, like he does, he has, he doesn't even compare to the level 
uh, Michael Jackson when it comes to music videos and choreography and the the music, everything. Like, how is Harry Styles the the king of pop? Are you serious? I don't even know who that is. So how the hell is he king of pop? I know who Michael Jackson is. That's the king of pop. But exactly. I don't, like, I don't know who the hell is Harry Styles. I don't even know who that is. All I know, he was in that group One Direction. With uh, Zane Malik, Malik, whatever his name is. But I can't see Harry Styles the King of Pop because I just don't... Like, I don't know any of Harry Styles' music. And I feel like no matter what generation that you are, whether you're a Generation Z or a boomer, you know Michael Jackson's music. You go to anybody who is not a Generation Z person or a late millennial, like late 1900s millennial, none of them are going to, none of them can tell you a Harry Styles song. Rather, it's One Direction or one of his solo songs. Nobody can ever, nobody can tell you a Harry Styles song. Nope. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I I hardly know, I only maybe heard One Direction the group, not the songs or the albums, maybe five times. Um, you know, like I, was, I mean, they did go, they did play the, what they sold out American Family Field here, which uh, for a baseball game it can hold about forty thousand people. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess they was like I said, it was popular amongst tweens at that time. I should say, I don't know, um. So B2K member uh, Raz B responds to a Marion docuseries, and this is what uh, Raz B had to say. Uh, if you don't know about the docuseries, it's, about, it's supposed to follow, like, I guess it, it was like recorded footage of uh, the drama that went on beyond, behind the scenes on the Millennial Tour. He said, I'm disgusted by these actions. As soon as the Lord gives me the words, I will I will be speaking on this. Uh, she put shaking my head. Uh Lord, why would they exploit my personal moments? This is traumatizing. And uh, he's speaking of when, I guess, it showed him, like, an emotional state. And this emotional state was allegedly brought on because, I guess, B2K's former management was, I guess, at the show or it was backstage or whatever. If you're not familiar with B2K's former management, so it's it's alleged that I believe Christos was molesting the members of B2K or Rasby or whatever. I don't know if it was just Rasby or other members of B2K, but it was alleged that he was basically taking advantage of them uh, at that time of their career. Uh, And I think it was alleged with, like, other groups, too, with, like, people that were, like, uh, immature is what they yeah. yeah so that that was brought on oh I'm so sorry my allergies y'all uh, that was brought on by that so I have yet to see this docuseries I'm going to try my best I don't know even know what streaming service that it's on so I'm going to have to try to figure this out I was a huge B2K fan and the way that they feuding and beefing this shit and I, honestly, the feud and the beef has started from Love and Hip Hop from when Lil Fizz was trying to, from the first Millennium Tour, he was trying to get all of them together. It was Omarion's ass that was Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Madonna. I'm bigger than everybody in the group. Mr. Mad- exactly, Mr. Madonna. So he's gonna, oh, I don't wanna, and so they felt some type of way, which they should have, you know, and, and by J-Bug being who he is, you know, he like, well, nigga, 
See, we don't need you anyway, type shit. You know, you act like this, act like that. He's he a real nigga. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like I just felt like Amarion. He started that whole thing instead of if he felt like he were better or whatever the fuck the case was. Do what you have to do with them, and then do your own thing. Because he has solo songs he could have pulled out on the on the Millennium Tour after he performed with B2K. Mm-hmm. You know, but his ego and what he's into now, or whatever the case is, you know, it's is weird. Like, so, my whole thing with Amarion is yes, you had to success somewhat. I would say somewhat successful solo career. Um, to be honest, I don't know if Omarion ever had any Billboard Hot 100 hits. Um, I don't know. I don't think Omarion has won a Grammy as a solo artist. And I don't know if, I don't know really. I mean, Omarion was only successful in his, in his, in his, that's part of his solo career. Just on the simple fact that he went solo during a time where people still bought albums. If the, he went solo at a time where where albums kind of fade out and it was all based on like digital downloads, or whatever, he would not have the solo career that he had, in my personal opinion. And Omarion is one of those artists where I felt like the only thing that gave him his real comeback was that each of each of booty like groceries song that whatever it is supposed to be. If it wasn't for that song, he wouldn't have been relevant right now in my personal opinion because up until that song came out after 106 and Park died out Amaria kind of didn't have a career in my personal opinion so for him to act the way how he acting I don't think that's possible like at least Beyonce say well hell with Desi Chow in it I want Grammys as a solo artist uh, I did this this and that like at least with not to cut you off but at least with her, if they say hey, let's do something reunion, you ain't gotta, we ain't gotta come together as no damn group like that. You know, we know who you is. Let's just get the people what they want. They want Destiny's Child. Let's give it to them. She's gonna be all in. She's gonna be like, okay, come on, let's do it. She, she knows she's the, I guess, the face of Destiny's Child or, you know, Beyonce and Destiny's Child type shit. You know, but she's gonna come in and be like, come on, we're gonna get these people a show. The show mm-hmm. must go on. Period. That's what it is. The show must go on. Period. For the people. Omarion is being he was being very selfish and still is being very selfish. That's why he looks stupid. Him and his little fling fling ass brother looks stupid eating watermelons on the versus battle. Irrelevant ass shit. You trying to make y'all trying to make yourselves relevant. I mean, I don't know. Orion's Orion's only fan stuff, girl. Um <laughs> But his only fan stuff though. Uh, I, 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 and, and you're right. I just me and Mario, Mario, we just not we not like. I think, and I think because, and then with that with the backlash that he got from that versus battle is one of the. I don't know if this Millennial Tour was already planned before then, but he was not invited on this new Millennial Tour. Nope, he wasn't. Mario replaced him on this Millennial Tour because Mario outsigned him at that versus battle. Oh Mario, he did. Mario, he did that. Because I'm trying to think, who else had a good night during that versus battle? Not Ray J. He had one job. He always he made me spit this damn wine out. You saw that uh, stupid. <laughs> he had one. He had one job instead of the, the wish that he was wishing for. Nigga, you got one job. See, 
Ray J, you flopped. And then the thing is, like, these people that can't prove to be versatile battle, like, y'all do know y'all have to sing live, right? There's there's no backing tracks. There's no... I just want to make sure. I just want to get that across, make sure they knew that. Um, so, everybody out there that's in TV world and podcast world, is anybody familiar with Jason David Frank? Nope. Jason David Frank was part of part a part of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. He was the White Ranger. Mm. His wife oh, is filing for divorce, uh, claiming that he cheated on her. Mm. Okay, honey, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right now. Your husband was the motherfucking White Ranger, the one everybody thought was fine. Right. If you don't let that man fuck these women and get paid for fucking them, like they could be like, dude, that could be extra money to be making. Like, damn bitch, I, they could be like, they could have been like, I got fucked by the White Ranger. You know what I'm saying? There you go, boom, with two thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You don't let this man go out here and fuck these people. This is the White Power Ranger we're talking about. Let him fuck them people. As long as he bringing the coming back home to you, why does it matter? I mean, shit. I, I guess, guess sometimes some people don't like to share. If you don't like to share, do you know, don't let them do it. You don't like to share, but well, there's some people that like to share. Everybody don't like to share. I'm one bitch that don't like to share. <laughs> but mm-hmm. with with that lifestyle, that money type, they can do that. Like she, she too pressed. I mean, okay, if you gonna do that, okay, I'm. You say how much of a boss I am. Right. <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm not gonna worry about you now. You finna worry about me. Right. So speaking of some foolishness, we almost done, people. We almost done here. There was a large brawl at a Chuck E. Cheese in South Carolina that led to two people being arrested. Uh Lazaria, I don't know how they be coming up with these down Lazeller, Lazera, I don't know how you pronounce these people named Dixon, forty eight years old. Deshaun Grant, twenty six years old. Uh, they both was charged with breach of peace, which I don't know what that means. I guess it's just like a disturbance, a public disturbance or whatever. Um, so apparently somebody was saying, I guess Deshaun's girl was trying to, was being hit on or was being somebody hit or somebody got hit by uh, two other guys and the, and the security guard said that he got hit. So and he did. He said he didn't know who hit him. And there's this big brawl, I guess, that happened because this dude girl got touched or hit or whatever the case may be. And this big ass brawl happened at Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese is supposed to be the most funnest place on earth for a kid. And you people are fighting at Chuck E. Cheese? They don't give a damn no more. They don't. They don't give a damn. They like, they want to. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese, I mean, what's his Chuck E. He do like he don't crack, but still. People, these people got a point to prove. They don't give a fuck. They got a point to prove. They don't care. Which I'll be having no point to prove. I'll be having is get the hell out of my way when I be clocking out at work. Hell, get the hell out of the damn way. Speaking <laughs> of uh, 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 people, if you drive one of those, uh, what's it called? The Mercury's, the rip-off version of like the Ford, the Ford cars. It, instead of it being a Ford Taurus, it's a Mercury, LeSable, whatever they want to call them. I don't know what it's called. It's a Mercury something. They just look like the different version of a, of you know, them cars. 
Every time one of those motherfucking cars is on the road, it's always a motherfucking Mercury holding up the motherfucking traffic. And it's always an old-ass motherfucking person driving one of those old-ass motherfucking Mercury cars from late 90s, early 2000s, holding up traffic, gas, the speedometer thing, barely going over 31 miles per hour. Get the hell off the road. Where do y'all be going during work hours? When people is getting off the work and stuff, where the hell do y'all be going? It works my nerve that y'all be on the road driving in these slow-ass cars. Get the hell off the road. Where you going to bingo? And this helps us sit up here talking about some damn bingo and I'm on a whole hand about Mercury's. I'm telling you what they're doing. You ask any shit. I'm just telling you where they're going. They're going to bingo. <laughs> well, wherever they're going, they can keep them things off the road. I get pissed off every time I get behind one of them things. And then it's somebody, it's always somebody who drive one still that look like it's like a ripoff version of the uh the Crown Victoria, but it's a Mercury. Oh my God, those things are the slowest things I've ever. I just don't understand. Why do you still own that car? Where are you going with this car? Leave it parked somewhere. Oh my God. Oh, I was pissed off. Oh, I was pissed off. <laughs> ran over. Yeah, and gas is still too damn high. And rent. No, it's not. You'll be all right. Rent, yeah. Gas, they, they, they toned it down on the gas price. Gas is still too damn high. Gas needs to go back down to at least $1.75. Um, I agree. I agree my damn, I need to clip my nose here, y'all. They so itchy. Um, <laughs> I forgot. You don't even smoke weed. Oh, my goodness. Um, so me and uh, this ball head and heifer talked about this before we got on the air, but polio has been found in the U.S. There are a lot of cases of polio popping up. Polio was something that was back in the day, and uh, it left, like, I guess what some of these people caught polio back in the day, it left, like, uh, I guess it made some body parts, like, deformed almost. So, like, uh, somebody have, like, a leg that's, like, permanently, like, bent. If that depends on... I guess the type of polio because well, yeah. there's different types of polio from what I've researched a little bit. So there's that the deformity, and then there's the the, the amputated one where you sit. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So that's been popping up again. There is a vaccine, people, but you know how people is. They feel like the government trying to control them. I keep telling people, whatever vaccine they come up with, guess who's getting it. Just like as soon as I get a chance to get the vaccine for the monkeypox, when they come out with another booster shot for the uh, COVID-19, when they say we can get the polio shot. That, see, at the polio, I'll do that, maybe. You know, but the COVID and shit, I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't know. I got all three doses of COVID-19 shots. My child is. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Ain't ain't nothing wrong with me. And if I had COVID, guess what? I didn't even know I had it because I had got the vaccine, <laughs> so I ain't experienced none of the symptoms. How are you doing? Well, hell, I didn't didn't get the vaccine and didn't get the COVID or eat your green vegetables in your, your meals. That ain't enough. When you when you work in a level one trauma <laughs> hospital, you get the damn vaccine. That's true too. That's yes, and I ain't working that close yet. 
That's all I'm saying. Get your damn vaccines, people. Like I said, I'm getting the polio vaccine. I'm gonna get the the monkeypox vaccine, and I'm gonna get the uh, and people's like, well, how they got a monkeypox back a monkeypox vaccine so fast? Mm-hmm. First of all, all military personnel have all been vaccinated with the monkeypox shot because when these people are going overseas, they vaccinate oh, them against diseases that are overseas just because they don't necessarily exist here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. They still vaccinate them for diseases that's over in other countries that's just not here in the U.S. So a monkeypox vaccine has been around since the dawn of time. I was going to say monkeypox, I believe, started around the Vietnam War. And I think polio started around that time, too. So... Yeah, so polio affected a lot of people who were born during during that boomer era, who were considered baby boomers, uh, and it was born during that time. But yeah, like I said, like a lot of the military people got it. Like like the military people, like they have a vaccine for Ebola. It's not available to us, but it's available to them. So like I was saying, like when they say when they make one of those vaccines available for the public, believe me, because I plan on traveling overseas. So they say, hey, you know what? We got this vaccine for Ebola. I'm like, give it to me. And you know what? And I, I like I said, I do talk my shit about the vaccines. But like you said, you don't travel the world. That's some shit I want to do. So if they say, hey, you have to get this vaccine to go over here. And I mean, shit, I'm just going to save my life. Exactly. That's all I'm <laughs> okay. Let's get to the reason why we're here, because I feel like we're going to go into some details about this. Um, okay. So, a, a, a school district here in Wisconsin, the Wauwatosa School District, has agreed to teach sex ed as part of its, as part of their curriculum in their district, which just means that they're going to be teaching sex, sex ed to first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, all these great, but they're not going to be teaching the younger kids who are very young. They're not going to be teaching them about doing the deed. With the things that they're going to be teaching them is like, um, like for kids who have two moms and two dads, they're going to be teaching them about different types of families and all this kind of stuff and sex ed. It's not going to necessarily be, oh, we're teaching one or two year olds how to have sex. It's mostly a way to teach them about uh, uh, inclusive, being inclusive to people. And to and for them to understand how the world is at a young age, and then when they get to like middle, like eighth, ninth, tenth, eleven, twelfth grade, then they would transition into learning, you know, how to put on, you know, what they teach you how to put on a condom, STDs, all the other kind of stuff. Me personally, I think that this is a good idea because I feel like even for me, like I used to tell people, um. When I was in like kindergarten, first, first, second, third, I didn't know until I got to the third grade that siblings don't have the same last name. So I was I always figured since me and my brothers have all had the same last name, that's made us brothers. We know we all got the same last name. Mm-hmm. So when I got to third grade and it was these these siblings. And I was like, how are y'all brother and sister and y'all ain't got the same last name? Like, me and my brothers got the same last name. So this was something I didn't know because I wasn't, you know, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? I wasn't exposed to stuff like like that. So I didn't, I didn't know anything. So I'm, I feel like this is a really good idea for kids to be able to open up their minds for them to be able mm-hmm. to learn so that way we don't have um, like what we got in the world today, which is hate. There's so much hate in the world. Like if we teach these things, and whether it's about you know uh, people who got two moms or two dads, or 
or you know why this person has why this person has a different mom and a dad you know or why well you know what i mean like why this person these siblings ain't got the same mom you know what i'm trying to say here yeah just to understand it here so not to buddy or anything but to add to what you're saying we had to learn the hard way you yes. know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about for for the school that school district to tap into that, I'm hoping that you know other counties do the same thing because that is going to help the younger kids understand what you just said. Everything that you just said about uh, same sex parent, same sex two parent household. They're going to understand. Okay, well, you know, they're going to understand the shit that our parents taught, that our parents kept from us, things that they. Yeah. Said, Things that things that they should not have kept from us, you know, they they could have diluted whatever they wanted to. But I really believe that now, you know, I I like that. You know, they they are tapping into that. You know, giving the yeah. giving the kids knowledge that our parents and grandparents were kind of scared to give us. Reason why we had to learn this shit the hard way. Yeah, you know, it's it's easy to prepare them now. So like like I said, like it's so much hate in the world right now and racism because it's taught at such a young age. And mm-hmm. if we figure out if we are talking about, you know, you know, why everybody should be treated equally and and why, you know, why blacks like black like black lives should matter or why, you know, it's important to not treat somebody different because they're their skin tone and all these kind of things. You know, like like the class might not be labeled as sex ed or whatever. It 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 could like it can it just it could just be, you know, beyond of just preparing these kids to not live in a world of hate. Like for us, we grew up in a world of hate where it wasn't it wasn't okay to be gay. It wasn't okay to be black. It wasn't okay to be a woman. It wasn't okay to be a Mexican. It wasn't okay to be anything but you know white, blonde hair, blue eyes. And that's and that's what what we grew up as. Like, if you had blonde hair and blue eyes, you were treated like a god, just about. And and it got to the point where we had people of ethnicities, whether they were Mexican or black or whatever his case may be, but they were a, a, a darker tone person. You know, we would grow up at a time where we were taught to like hate our own skin. Where people were going and bleaching their skin and dyeing their hair and getting you know their eye colors and stuff changed to match what they wanted you to be. And I feel like if schools with this whole thing where schools are talking more about and doing a class based on these type of things where people you're not taught to hate your color of your skin, you're not taught to make make fun of somebody because they got two moms or two dads. They're being taught, you know, not to make fun of somebody's parents who's on drugs or being taught not to make fun of some parents who's alcoholic. Not to be made not taught to not make fun of, you know, kids whose parents are going through divorce or anything like that. Kids, if we start them at a young age and we teach them to live in a nicer world and not think the way how we were taught to think, there wouldn't be so much hate that we experiencing now. Like there's still hate in this world right now that we are experiencing because of things that were taught to, you know, some of our government leaders were raised mm-hmm. on racism. So it, it, I think this is it, it's a good, good thing for the kids. Yeah, 
you know, it, it, I gotta say something. So, <clears throat> even though that, you know, we learned the hard way, there still were some good times. You know, there still were some times in school where they had certain classes, like public speaking. Public speaking will help a child that's shy speak out, period. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, back then, the counselors and teachers cared more. They gave, they cared more. Because, mm -hmm. you know, seriously, like, you know, like I said, the public speaking helped me a lot when I went to Webster. You know, Webster is not, is not existent anymore. But that's one of the classes that helped me speak out. I'm, I'm not really shy to speak out in front of a crowd because that class helped me or to speak out, period, because that class helped me. You know, mm -hmm. it's not, I, I, I remember that class in sixth grade. You know, music, is, it goes down from music classes because music is therapy. You know, they take, they took music out. They take mm -hmm. the, the essential classes that they, that they say that's a privilege. That's not necessarily a privilege. If they add those classes back with, you know, today's times, I really think that things will go, you know, will go better or will smooth, kind of smooth out, you know, because with the music now, the kids, yeah, so if you include music with a lesson or include a catchy song with a lesson uh, or a quiz or something, they will catch on to that faster than they'll sit and stare at a, a chalkboard or whatever the case is. With COVID going on, we have less teachers. I actually thought about becoming like a music teacher or some type of teacher, you know, but I'm like... I don't, I don't do it. Them kids bad as hell. They bad as hell. So I'm like, I don't know about that. You know, the only person, the only, only teenager that I can really tame and, you know, control is mine. You know, so it's like, that's the only one that... I, Right, that's the only one I want to deal with, you know. So they, when they took, when they took, when they took out, they took out music. <clears throat> I remember them kind of taking out music when I was maybe getting out of high school. Girls, okay, today you old as hell. Getting out of high school, going into college. So I was like, okay, they was taking, they were starting to take the music and shit out, taking the the essential things that. Helped us, you know, be able to mm -hmm. do what we need to do. That, you know, if they add that back, these kids wouldn't be so scared to to talk. They wouldn't be so scared to speak to anybody. You know, if these people start to care more the way that they used to, you know, these kids would be more open to talking to somebody. Versus they need going to out teach these. They need to teach these kids on how to manage credit or how to build credit. They need no. They not only that. They need to teach these credit. No finances. Finances, bank accounts, Bitcoin. Why life insurance is important? Because I'm letting y'all know now. Any of my family members that's gonna watch this or is for watching this live, I'm letting y'all know right now. If y'all die and y'all ain't got no life insurance policy, I'm not raised. I ain't selling no plates. I ain't asking for no donations, and that's I'm not starting to go me. That's the most important thing. I, and I'm going to speak for the ones that's like me that really don't want to talk about death because we know death too much. And too, death mm -hmm. It seems like it comes easy to some of us. It comes like it's, it's like a familiar thing. So we don't speak on it. But we have to for the future. Mm -hmm. I, have, I have a 16-year-old. I, I, I don't you know, I don't know 
when the fuck I'm gonna go, you know, her dad, may he rest in peace, already gone. You know, may he rest in peace, he's already gone. But he did work for his kids to have something, you know, we have to make sure that when we go, we and then a lot of people, and a lot of people need to realize rich people have life insurance policy also. You think Beyonce ain't got no life insurance policy? To make sure that her cats got more money besides what's in that bank account and, yeah, wow. you know, all the other stuff that comes along with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Life insurance, and that's what a lot of these people don't get. Like, some generational wealth has been created through the passing of a family member and somebody, the person who got that money, took that money and was like, okay, I got this large lump sum of money, probably more money I'll get in my lifetime. I need to do something with this money, take it and, and invest it or start a business, Do did something with it. And now we have these families that's, you know, that's constantly kept growing, taking this money and over generations, it grew to this wealth. So it's sad that a person for minority people that somebody has to pass away for that to happen, but that's how some of generational wealth has gotten started. So make sure y'all get those life insurances. Um, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. When you're applying for a job and they say certain jobs do require you to, you know, at least do some research or they'll have somebody come in to talk to you about 401k. Do that. Oh, yeah. Do that. Because by the time you look up, our ass is going to be 60 and 70 years old. And then, you know, we're going to be like, oh, damn, we ain't got no, hold on, we got something. We're looking at 401k. We, we millionaires. Because we're paying we're paying that 401k. Mm-hmm. I still pay on my 401k from Vegas. Because yeah. why? I, have, I, I, got, I got that. I got that 16-year-old. It, it, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. The way the, the way the world is going now, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. So I need for that one to be straight. I don't need for her to depend on nobody. You know, I need her for right. her to be straight. 401k is absolutely necessary, especially in today's time. You have to be straight. When your ass get old, you want to go out and you want to retire and, and be able to, you don't want to depend on Social Security because Social Security ain't going to give you shit when you get old. You want to be wealthy. You want to be wealthy. Like, for real. I've learned yeah. so much. One of the things they need to bring back to the schoolhouse is a lot of these people don't know how to fucking cook. It is too many people, adults in this world, that don't know how to fucking cook. I don't know where the mamas and the daddies and where they where they was at, but enough is enough. These people need to learn how to cook a damn meal. That's what's going on. Ain't about the mama trying to be the friend. The mama was in the club shaking her ass instead of trying to teach that little girl how to be a uh, turn teaching that little girl how to become a woman and learn how to cook for her damn self. Because it is too many women and men in this world who don't know how to cook. They rely on strictly restaurant food. You learn how to cook yourself a damn meal. Exactly. They can't watch. Oh, that pisses me off. So, uh, like I said, I'm a caregiver. So. Because of the pandemic, they it seems like that type of industry has anybody working for them. Mm-hmm. You're on your phone a hundred percent of the damn time, so you can't look up a fucking recipe to mm-hmm. make this, this, and this. It, it, come on now, you can't read. Not only that, you can't just your mom ain't teach you shit. That's what that was. <laughs> I got a coworker that can't read. <laughs> oh shit! So I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> no, yeah. Say, uh, not say what you want to say. 
you don't want to get sued, but you know, <laughs> my, my 16 year old knows how to cook better than the 20 something year olds that I work with. Hell, now 30 year olds now. Hell, some 30 year olds out here don't even know how to boil some damn hot dogs. Cooking is an essential thing that you have to know how to do to survive. You're for one, if you're a parent, you have to know how to cook. These people be parents that don't know how to cook. They buy their kids McDonald's, yeah. Checker, Menards, JC Penney's. My father gets McDonald's when she wants to. My yeah. will get McDonald's when she wants to. If, her, if she says she's hungry, I will cook first before going to a restaurant. Yeah, and then we wonder why the kids be looking like a beach house inside of a warehouse. Hell, that's why the kids be big as hell, because y'all be feeding them all that restaurant food and stuff. Hell, that's the problem with y'all. Stop feeding your kids all that damn restaurant food. But anyway, as we get ready to bring this show to a close, as always, I found a TikTok video for y'all that's hilarious. I told y'all I'm going to give y'all one of these videos every month. I haven't been able to do any history research for y'all, so I normally do history stuff for y'all. But, uh, this guy, he did it again, y'all. So I'm going to play this video for y'all, and I'm going to get back to you. This message is for Jesus, and I don't mean Jesus. Um, so if you're not perfect, um, you can keep scrolling or stay. Dear Jesus, you know I love you. Uh, you know I don't deserve anything good in this world. Um, but this past weekend, uh, my kids got hermit crabs with their grandmother, a boy and a girl. And last night while we were at dinner, my son asked me, he said, Daddy, does my male hermit crab have a meat stick? Now, I assumed that he did, but I didn't know, so I went to the old Google, because you know the old Google does know everything. Not only does this little son bitch have a doolally, it's a massive doolally. We're talking about knee-slapping meat stick that this thing has. And my question, Jesus, is what did I do to get shortchanged? You understand, like, what happened in my past life? What did I do, or what did somebody in my past life do in order for me to be the one left out here looking like a Vienna sausage while even the hermit crab has got a massive meat stick? I just want to know, Jesus. I want to see it. <laughs> you you freaking Google a hermit crabs? <laughs> I wish I knew how to do the shit that you did to it, but I'll figure it out. He never well, fails to entertain me. Nay, Frank, how big, how big, how, uh, how big the, the hermit crab dick is. That is hilarious. Y'all, uh, if anybody watching this, uh, y'all got time to Google, go Google and let us know how, uh, how it looks. Um, so speaking of, before I forget, the season finale of the podcast is, was originally was supposed to be on Tuesday, but because we're going to be doing a drinking episode and there's going to be, there's going to be a, a, a list of 10, uh, 10 code words. And if any of those 10 code words are said during the broadcast, we have to drink. So, and that was, that's going to be on next, not this coming Wednesday, but next Wednesday, we'll be doing that episode. Uh, so they got that bald headed heifer, Tina, y'all. She came in at the end of the episode as usual. You know, she was, she was all doing mommy stuff, you know, then she, you know, she be actually, like she be working real hard and stuff. So y'all, that, that's Tina. She's trying to fix her camera and stuff up for y'all. But, um, uh, final, final, Lord have mercy. This is what we talk about these old people, y'all. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. What you came in at the end of the episode. <laughs> what you mean, final talk? Uh, Tina, you came in at hell. the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Tommy said he's gonna get us. No, we can't. Why does that work? You you said what? I was trying to get my earpiece to work. Oh. So I don't know exactly what the cold words are going to be for the episode. And just let y'all know that the season finale episode normally run longer than a traditional episode. So that will be about an hour, 10, hour, 15 minutes. So um, anything can happen. If you watched the last season finale, uh, season five finale, (laughs) there was a lot of shenanigans that happened. Uh, Tina fell oh, out her chair nothing. and had to get helped up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tina fell out her chair, huh? <laughs> oh, I missed okay. that. I was already, I was too, I was done at that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Tina done. fell out her chair and had to get helped up. Um, mm-hmm. the lies he tells, the lies. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all about uh, uh, Brewski's. We had a, a wonderful time at Brewski's over the weekend. I told y'all to join it, y'all should have showed up. We had us a wonderful time. Uh, Tina was slapped as usual. Um, but it was a wonder, it was a wonderful time. Uh, next time we have an outing, make sure y'all come out and hang out with us, you know. We love we love going to uh, Bruce Houston having us a good old time. Tori, you know, some shenanigans right now, y'all. But uh, we went out and had us a, a good old time. Uh, Tina right there, y'all, with the blue on. She she drunk eight Long Island by herself. I had zero Long Island. <laughs> oh. Oh. Who had eight? Okay. Mary had you. eight Long Islands at the... Uh, Martell had ten Long Islands. Yeah, what's the plus a ten? What's a ten? I don't know. Plus and 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 some more. (laughs) (laughs) You know know what's in Long Island? Everything. I know. (laughs) Like I said, I was able to walk on my two feet. No, I didn't drive. Oh, Yeller had to. He, we uh, well, I was too drunk to uh, set up the lift to co to co- pick up Oh Yeller to to get up there to pick me up. So Tina had to do it. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I was wasted. <laughs> I told y'all I mistake one of the, the bar people that was in there just hanging out having them a good time themselves, and I was fake. I mistake them one of them for the bartender. You know, they all look the same. We get drunk, they all start to look the same with blonde hair. The blonde hair people, they all start to look the same when you drunk. So. You know, I mistake one of them. Uh, uh, the, I think Mary uploaded a video of me. I don't know what I was. Oh wait, Tina had a video of me too. I should. I, I, I ain't got it on here, but uh, I, I would have played it for y'all. But I, I didn't. I didn't put it in the thing to show y'all. But yeah, but yeah. Next week, uh, Wednesday, uh, seven p.m. Tina will be late, y'all. Just let y'all know, uh, seven p.m. Uh, make sure y'all have y'all drinks ready. Whatever y'all gonna be drinking, make sure y'all got them. Uh, we're gonna have us a good time. Uh, Chuck Nasty will be joining us on that episode, I believe. Um, so yeah, make sure y'all tune into that episode. I can't do that. <laughs> what do you say? That's the most racist thing I ever heard you say. <laughs> what do you hey, say? Okay, so so here's what happened. So all I remember seeing him blonde hair walk past me in a little short person because the girl was short that worked at the bar. Yay. So 
she had walked past. I was like, hey, can you give me up? I'm like, hold on. You're not the bartender. Oh, you the bartender. Can I get a... You didn't give a damn. You just, hey, let me get that. (laughs) But it was a good time. So next time we're out, make sure y'all come and join in. Uh, Final thoughts. Who wanted to kick off final, final thoughts? Since that one, hold on. That one is late. Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, Tori Tina got is as hell. Who's being mean? I said, Dorian is greedy as hell. Oh. Anthony was slapped. I had fun. And we should do it again. I know, I can't wait to do it again. I can't wait. You. Well, I had car problems, so I couldn't make it. But next time, I'll be there. Like, lean you know on me. I'll be there. You know. Man, that bar made some good money that night off of us. Because <laughs> when Mary was like, uh, she was like, yeah, he went to go order a drink, and then he came back. And the next thing we know, the lady was bringing some wings to the table. Like, Y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I forgot I ordered the wings when I was at the bar. <laughs> Them wings was good. Yeah, they were good, though. It was good as hell, but I forgot I ordered the wings. Uh, only thing I wasn't a fan of that night, uh, the taco salad wasn't that great. It wasn't. It was too much lettuce. I didn't like the. Um, I liked the funnel fries, but I didn't like them. They could have been better. Yeah, yeah. She she was mad because they didn't have the powder sugar on them. How you gonna have funnel cakes with no powder sugar? That's, that's why. She, that's why she was upset. I was. So, so um. <laughs> My final thought, uh, make sure y'all get those 401ks. Let, let, yeah. If they want to start teaching y'all kids sex ed in the first grade, let them teach it. Um, as long as they ain't uh, showing no body parts. Yeah, they're not going to be showing body parts. They're just going to be, like I said, like they're going to be teaching you know kids about families that got two mommies and two daddies. Um, Make sure y'all have a good time. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy life. Get out here and travel. See the world. Uh, be kind. Uh, if you're thir- if you're thirty and you don't have a savings account, so get get your fucking shit together because you should have a savings account at the by the, by, by the time you're at least twenty one, you should have a savings account. Um, and and take care of yourselves and be you know and 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 drink hell and black panther on top of drinking drink water. In Black Panther, just make sure you behave from time to time. So, uh, thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of uh, the, the same cast, different day podcast. And we'll see y'all all on Thursday for the next uh, episode, which should be the last episode before the season finale on Wednesday. So, thank y'all for tuning in. We're going to see y'all on the next one. <laughs>